Welcome to the second season of Instec London podcasts. I'm Matthew Grant, one of the partners at Instec London. With our membership now at over 3,000 and some excellent people speaking at our monthly events, we're launching our 2018 season of podcasts. Videos of all our speakers and reflections on the evening will continue to be available at our website at instec.london. But we're also going to be selecting some of our favourite companies that have spoken at Instec London, bringing them to you by podcasts so you can listen to them wherever you are. Now, with all the interest in new technology and what it can do for insurance, one thing can be overlooked. At its heart, insurance is about providing products that help people when things go wrong. And new types of risk need new types of insurance. For our most recent event, sponsored by 90, the insurance innovation consultants, we had on stage seven companies that have found ways to create analytics to support new types of insurance. In this first podcast, we'll be hearing from two of our speakers, both of whom are offering rather creative approaches to pay-as-you-go insurance. Harry Franks has brought his experience of working at Deliveroo to launch an insurance company for freelance delivery drivers. TechCrunch describes Zigo as having spotted a gaping insurance hole in the gig economy. This is what Harry had to say. I'm Harry. I am co-founder and CEO of Zigo. So as a little bit of background about myself, um, I'm not from the insurance industry. Um, I've come at it from the consumer side. So over the last 10 years, I've been working in the on-demand space. And most recently, been working for uh, on-demand delivery platforms, such as Deliveroo. Um, and while I was there, I started to see very clearly the impact that uh, insurance was having on the gig economy space. We were looking at the ways in which we were trying to onboard as many drivers as we could. And what we were finding was that insurance was actually acting as a blocker. By virtue of the fact that these people were trying to become uh, commercial users, they were moving from personal lines to commercial lines because they were starting to engage in commercial activity. They were needing to buy commercial insurance policies. The problem was that these were only available on an annual basis, very expensive, and what this meant that were people were either not taking jobs, they were either uh, purchasing the insurance policies and then cancelling very quickly straight afterwards, or uh, they were working more than they actually wanted to, going against the, the promise that the gig economy really, um, really holds. So faced with this problem, um, we really boiled down what the gig economy is, and effectively it's a marketplace, it's a, a movement of data between people who request jobs and people who can deliver them. And so our hypothesis was that if we could actually harness the information that moved between the individual worker and the platform for whom they're doing the job, and we could harness that little piece of data, then we could use that as the inception point of an insurance policy. So we could say that we know exactly when someone's working and exactly what they're doing while they're working. And by doing so, we can make sure that everybody who is working in the gig economy has the exact type of insurance that they require for the exact minute that they require it. And therefore, they're not burdened with steep annual insurance policies their insurance policies are proportional to the risk that they're actually undertaking. So with that idea, um, we don't come from Dan's world. We, we went from, uh, uh, from that idea to actually launching a product in three and a half months, not quite 90 days, but we were pretty close. So um, that was with very little background. We built a tech platform. We built a CRM. 
got an underwriter in place. Um, we work uh, with a number of insurers now, but we had one to start with, and really focused on an area that we knew, a very small niche product, creating food delivery capability for, for the, uh, the scooter drivers that you see moving around the, London at the moment. And then we've uh, really been growing since then in every sense. So uh, we started with a team of two 18 months ago, 20 months ago. Uh, we're now a team of 46 here in London, predominantly based in tech. Um, we've got a 24-7 uh, support team uh, and also some, uh, the rest of the core functions, some people who are here this evening, so do go and grab them afterwards if you want some more information. But really what we're, what we're trying to do is create policies that are proportional to the risk. So what we're not trying to do is just say, well, we're going to reduce customers' insurance premiums. We're actually going to increase them, but we're going to make them proportional to the actual time that they're on risk. Now, to do that, there are some fundamental challenges in the fact that there aren't that many systems that allow you to write a policy for one minute whilst complying with all the, the regulations that we all have to, to write an annual policy. So we had to build that from scratch. So we went from, um, from this, this product just for, for scooters into to different cars, and now we're moving into different forms of, of taxis and, and all sorts, so that we can create true flexibility um, and really enhance the support and infrastructure around the gig economy. So at the moment, we're focused on UK. We'll be launching in mainland Europe um, in the coming months. And the, the key for us is that this is usage-based insurance, but whilst I'm the biggest advocate of usage-based insurance, I don't believe that it works if you rely on a customer telling you when they need it. So we integrate with all the big digital delivery platforms so that the action of someone logging in to another digital delivery platform or saying, I am now available for work or indeed I am now starting working, it's that action that that starts our insurance policies. So there's no dual lapping. It's all completely integrated into the system that they work. And therefore, insurance becomes actually embedded in the life they lead. And it means that we can reduce insurance premiums further so that when they're earning, they're paying. If they don't decide they want to work, then they don't pay for their insurance. There are hundreds of thousands of cars sitting idle in airport car parks. Charlie Palmer of Forest Car saw this as a chance to create an entirely new form of car hire. And along the way, a completely different approach to rental insurance. My name is Charlie. I'm co-founder and CEO at Forest Car, where we are on a mission to eliminate the need for airport rental cars and help restore global rainforests. Uh, I've been working on Forest Car for around nine months now, and it hasn't taken me a very long time to work out that InsureTech is a really small world. Uh, so there's many friendly, familiar faces here today. But for those of you who don't know about Forest Car, I'm going to give you a very quick introduction to who we are and what we do. So what is an airport car sharing service? Well, the concept is simple. If you own a car and you leave it with us, we will rent it out for you while you're away. In exchange, you get free airport parking, free cleaning of your vehicle, and a share of any money we make by renting out your car to other travelers. On the flip side, much like a traditional car rental company, we make money through fees paid to us by rental customers. But unlike a traditional car rental company, we don't need to own or maintain an expensive fleet of cars. So we take these efficiencies and we can afford to provide better prices than traditional car rental companies like Hertz or Europecar. But we also invest really heavily in technology and customer experience to make renting a car a much more pleasant experience than it currently is. Um, now, this business model and other business models like ours in the sharing economy have the effect of radically improving the utilization of vehicles, which over time will result in fewer cars in society. 
but we go further than any other business in the sharing economy by investing 10% of our profits to plant trees in reforestation programs. And we also give car owners who earn money through our platform the option to take some of their earnings and use them to offset their own flights. So in a nutshell, and this is quite, to do, quite hard to do, Forest Car is like Airbnb for cars at airports with a combined carbon offsetting program. Uh, hopefully that was a not so much of a mouthful. Um, so many of you may be wondering, what am I doing at an InsureTech event? Um, well, the simple answer to that is straightforward, which is that uh, insurance is critical to safety and trust, which is the lifeblood of our business model. Um, however, unfortunately, insurance wasn't designed for business models uh, in dynamic economies uh, like the gig economy, and it's quite inspirational to Zigo, see here Zigo, who are a bit further on than us, we're just a current team of two, so maybe in two years' time we'll have 50 people working for us, that'd be brilliant. Um, but yeah, we need to be very proactive at understanding and managing risk in business models like ours. So I want to share with you two things that we are doing to understand and manage that risk. Now, the first thing um, is that we are not actually trying to reinvent the wheel, but we are working with existing innovators um, in the motor world. And in particular, we're pleased to announce that we've teamed up with Track Global, uh, the telematics company that power Carrot, the car insurance product for young drivers, who are installing around 15,000 new devices per month. Um, so we can take the data that Track Global use on their telematics devices and we can use them to disincentivize risky behavior. In particular, we use driving scores to create ratings and screen out bad renters over time. We can detect or intervene when people are uh, speeding or driving aggressively. We can prevent fraud, especially on hidden damage. And finally, we can prevent theft, for example, by geofencing ports so we know when a vehicle is at risk of being taken overseas. Now, we love working with Trap Global because they've got a great history. Um, compared to a non-telematics-based cohort, they reduce claims frequency by 30%. And when they intervene, when someone's driving irresponsibly, they have an 80% um, success rate of eliminating any future interventions. Um, we are also working with Cover, the on-demand car insurance app, um, who have given access to their APIs to update MID and other insurers on demand, which means we don't have to build complicated back-end systems from scratch, which is great. Um, and finally, the last thing I wanted to mention is that we have agreed the terms of a six to 12 month pilot with a national parking operator here in the UK. And we will be using this pilot to test out our critical assumptions with our model and de-risk our service before we scale. Um, we are looking for insurance partners to take this pilot forward, and we are ambitious enough to believe that we can completely transform how people travel at airports. The net result of this would be a massive, massive premium policies, opportunities for motor and, and um, travel cost sales, awesome brand exposure within a new sustainable economy. And although it motivates me personally, um, the opportunity is not just environmental, uh, because there are so many cars based at airports that if we were able to rent out only one in a hundred of the cars that are based at airports, currently parked there doing nothing, we'd be generating around 15 million pounds in the UK, or globally that figure would translate to around a billion dollars. So in conclusion, loads of cars at airports. Um, the opportunity is massive, so we're looking for partners to help us transform the way people travel, eliminate the need for airport rental cars, and plant millions of trees in tropical rainforests. Thanks. Thank you. 
That's all we have for today. Thanks also to MS Amlin, one of our 2018 Gold sponsors. We'll be returning soon to hear from a couple more of our speakers. If you'd like to learn more about Instec London and our future events, you can find us at www.instec.london or on Twitter at instec underscore London.